Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! Can we please re record the theme song? Why? Because that one moment where you don't say Southside Pod in it, but Mike does. <laughs> he really tries. He, he nuts, drives us it? every single time. And maybe we can get Joe Ryan. We to need do a it. real guitarist out there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. We had, we had Joe Ryan on the show last week, and we're bringing him back because he, he's great. He's great, first of all. Uh, Mike's not down here. Correct. Uh, okay. And uh, Bill was like, well, we could bring in a real guitarist. <laughs> right, we might just kind of just slowly phase things in. Like, oh, we're not recording. Mike. <laughs> We'll, we'll call you when we need you. Suddenly we just change it to instead of like join Chris, uh, Bill, and uh, Mike, it's it's join Chris, Bill, and Joe. Right. I heard Joe yeah. tuning his guitar and I was like, wow, that's a great song. That's not what I'm used to. Like, you know, two chords. That's like one more than Mike knows. And then he like started playing amazing stuff. So. Right. I know. I know. So we're going to get him in here today. He's going to be joining us. We have so much more that we're going to get into uh, we've got a, a beer review from Blue Island Beer Company coming up here, and we've got a guy who is also out of the island. Uh, Blue Island, we've been featuring them a lot lately. It's a uh, great, great little town. It, well, and you you made a comment to me and Joe after we recorded on the last episode that it's got a great music scene to it. It has a music history. It yeah. Has a lot of history to yeah. it. Yeah, and, and so it, it, it's a hip place, and yeah. I, I enjoy going out there and doing stuff. we got a guy who is running in the Chicago Marathon, and when he gets to the end of all of his training runs, he drinks beer with the locals. So he's been running with, kind of like Rocky Balboa. When Rocky's training and all the children run behind him, this guy, he trains and all the drunks run behind him, and then they go to the beer company and they like drink Like Forrest Gump? Yeah, kind of like that. Forrest Gump. That's better than Rocky Balboa. More like a Forrest Gump without the beard. <laughs> but, but more beer. Yeah, but with beer. Without the D. Oh, whatever. Let's just start okay. the show. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. I'm outside of Blue Island Beer Company here in Blue Island, one of the coolest breweries on the south side of Chicago. And uh, Alan Cromwell sitting with me. He's one of the partners that runs this place. He's the guy I always see when I'm here because he's fun. I, I like, I, I walked in and Al on an open mic night, which is what, on Thursday nights is open mic night? You're sitting here playing the guitar and butchering the lyrics of Green Day. I'm butchering all the lyrics to every song, but thank you. I got to tell you, Chris, you look very festive in your 1983 White Sox uh, regalia here. You're like a young Yvonne Calderon. Well, I was walking out in that uh, that old uh, Nirvana shirt 
that everybody has. Like everybody face. has the smiley face, right? Did you and, get it at Kohl's? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it was given to me as a gift, and I had it like on all day. And I was just gonna come over here, and, it, and my wife was like, uh, "There'll be there'll be six guys wearing the same shirt. Put something else on." So I grabbed my uh, my socks. Uh, this is my Ron Kittle autographed. He's got Rookie of the Year written on the back of it where he signed the thing, and I went with the matching hat. So I'm in full uh, 83 regalia right now. Is he really the Rookie of the Year that year? Yeah, he was. I always think of Ron Karkovice, too. Nobody talks about him. Ugliest catcher in the history of baseball. <laughs> so listen, let's talk beer. You have a new one here that I've never tried, and it's called Hero. Tell me what this is. So Hero is our Pilsner-style lager. Uh, the first time we released it, actually, was last year during the COVID break. Um, and when we were uh, getting shut down back in March, uh, this beer was on the brewing. Shut down one, but not shut down two or partial shut down three. I don't know anymore. <laughs> but we definitely um, love this beer. But, no, we, uh, we brewed it. And the um, other versions that we made a few other lagers with uh, the same yeast. So there was a hero, the villain, and then the uh, uh, the hillside dark. Lager. I had the villain. The villain was the one that was like the Mexican yeah, lager, right? An amber lager. Yeah, like okay. A Negro I remember that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And um, there was a lot of demand for this beer to come back, so we uh, rebrewed it here recently. But that was a unique beer because. We really just distributed it like with home delivery and people coming to the brewery to pick it up. Is this a heavy ABV? No, it's only about 5.5%. So okay, so what I'm going to say is why... average beer. This is why people like this, because I drink this and it feels heavy, right? It feels like I'm drinking a real beer. It feels like I'm not drinking a Miller Lite or something like that. But then when, I, when, you, when you tell me what the ABV is, I go, oh man, I can drink this and feel like I'm beer drinking... But I'm not going to get, like, sloshed at your bar. You know, I like the uh, terms full-bodied. Yeah, I can tell you've used that term before, and it wasn't always about beer, was it, Al? Uh, sure. <laughs> it's an excellent beer. Check this out anytime or over at Blue Island Beer Company. The address? 13357 Old Western Avenue in beautiful Blue Island, Illinois. Thanks, buddy. Uh, don't play guitar anymore tonight, okay? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it's now time for your Southside Pod Word on the Street. Here's what's going on in and around your neighborhood. One of the big events going on on the Southside this weekend, October the 2nd, Saturday, Evergreen Park Oktoberfest, and Southside Pod is going to be there. I've got Southside Pod koozies, I've got Southside Pod bottle opener keychains. I've got Southside Pod five ounce Pilsner glasses for you. They're all free. I've got giveaways. I've got cash prizes. I got so much, I've even got Bill and Mike. We're going to be out there at Oktoberfest. Listen to what they have at this event. An art show, a kid's tent, a corn maze, pony rides, a petting zoo, touch a truck, and a big old beer garden with open outcry brewing there. Entertainment, Caesar to DJ, Wild Daisy Band, and more. And yours truly, Chris Lanuti, hosting a Stein Hoisting Competition. Starts at 2, goes till 9 p.m., centers around their community center at 3450 West 97th Street, and spills in to Circle Park next door. A taste of Evergreen Park there for you to eat, all kinds of restaurants and food trucks, and like I said, Southside Pod out there. Come find us. 
Another event on the exact same day. I hate when two good events happen on the exact same day. Putts and Pints in Blue Island kicks off at noon on Saturday, goes until 7. If you want to hear all about it, it's on the last episode of Southside Pod. It's on demand everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. If you want tickets, look it up on eventbrite.com. The Maple Morgan Park Food Pantry just had a big food drive on Wednesday this week. They serve the entire 19th Ward community, and they're trying to get food donations now for Thanksgiving dinners. You can still help. Go to maplemorganparkfoodpantry.org and donate. In Lamont, Illinois, they're celebrating National Fire Prevention Month with an open house for the public this Saturday, 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the fire station at 15900 New Avenue. Meanwhile, in Palos, a District 117 school board member has written an opinion piece in the patch. She says that based upon conversations that she's heard, there's a real possibility the school board may move forward with a vote for the North Palis School District to sue the state of Illinois over mask requirements. That's your word on the street. We'll see you at Evergreen Park's Oktoberfest on Saturday, where you can hang out with Southside Pod. Found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you. And I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values. And he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. As Bill said earlier, we got a real guitar player back down here at the 9-foot homemade oak bar on Southside Pod. Joe Ryan is back down with us for the second week in a row. We're honored to have him. We didn't get a chance to talk too much last week. I was trying to squeeze you in between everything we were doing in 30 minutes of good, Joe. But you touched on something last week I wanted to ask you about a little bit more. You were saying that when Joe Ryan and the AM Drinkers goes out and does a show, more than likely it's donations. It's money in a hat. That's how you're making your money these days, more so than the bar paying you to be there. And a lot of businesses are still trying to recover. You know, I have a residency at Bernice's Tavern over by the White Sox at uh, 3238 South Halstead. Funny I know that address. <laughs> uh, it's an old man buzzer bar, one of the best dive bars in the city, consistently voted in the top five for dive bars. Right. Great little joint. I mean, it's as big as this basement. You know what I mean? It's It's just a nice little club. Um, this basement almost became a dive bar during the <laughs> pandemic when you couldn't get a drink. I was telling my wife, I'm like, we're just going to put a neon sign in the back right. and we're just going to have people walk in through the backyard and I'm going to make a ton of money off this. Joe, you could have performed. We yeah. really missed an opportunity. To, sure. Maybe we'll get locked down again and we could try that. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we will. <laughs> but a, a, a lot of businesses uh, are still like, you know, th- many thousands and thousands of dollars in debt. So, right. um, you know, like, 
I play there, the band plays there every second Saturday of the month. So every second Saturday at 10 o'clock at night, the band rolls in and the, the tip jar goes out and, you know, we do pretty well. And, and I don't ask Steve to pay us money because I know he's still like recovering, you know, not being able to make any money for a year. I yeah. mean, he, I'm he, sure it's mutually beneficial though. You're bringing some people in, you're getting your music out there. You know, I, you're both are profiting from this, this relationship, right? Yeah. I think like, like anything, whether you're doing a podcast or a business, like if you're just consistent and like, I really like residencies because it's like, I always know the second Saturday that that band right. is playing over there. I know that on Thursday night this happens or, you know, at this particular location. So it's like if you're doing something, you have to be consistent in doing it. When you have a residency like that, do you have like regulars or groupies or anything like that, that come like night after night every Saturday like that? Yeah, you'll see them. Uh, you'll, you'll gain a, a fan here nice. and a fan there, and then they kind of kind of builds. That's got to um, feel good to see some familiar faces every week after week. Yeah, and you, you know, it's yeah, you like... You can sing songs like, and there is Steve, and dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you can insert them into the yeah, act. Work it in there, right? Right, you just work them in there. Well, it depends <laughs> Steve's getting another beard uh, done. <laughs> Steve has a dress on. Uh, right. Da, da, da. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Joe knows. It might have been yeah. prom night. It might have been prom night. I don't know. You never know. I mean, you never know with Steve, though. You know? So, Classic Steve. <laughs> Classic. You got a song you can share with us? Uh, I guess right during COVID, right? Uh, about that second or third weekend, I was sitting around and going, God, I just want to go out. Sure. And you wrote a COVID song. Well, it has nothing to do with COVID. <laughs> Does that have something to do with drinking? But I wrote it during COVID. Okay. All right. All right. This is weird. You never know. <laughs> it's basically about going out and drinking and dancing. Let's see how this goes. Hey, everybody, it's Friday night. What you gonna do? I wanna go out, drink and dance. That's what I'm gonna do. Hey everybody, it's Friday night, what you gonna do? I wanna go out and smoke some mother nature, that's what I'm gonna do. Hey, hey, pretty girl, what you gonna do? Hey, pretty girl, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What if I get you about nine o'clock after the kids in bed? Put on that nice little one-piece jean dress cowboy hat on your head. I'll pay the sitter, I'll pick her up, that's what I'm gonna do. Let's go out to step that oval, that's what we're gonna do. Hey, hey, pretty girl, what you gonna do? Hey, pretty girl, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Girl, what you gonna do? 
Hey, pretty girl, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? One in the morning, last song play. What you gonna do? Here, take my jacket, a little cold outside. I'll get the door for you. The mistress to me, right there's the middle. I can shift between your legs. She invites me in, puts on that record, crimson clover in place. Hey, pretty girl, what you gonna do? Hey, pretty girl, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna do? <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Thank Joe you. Ryan and your residency. Give me where that is again. That's up in Bridgeport at uh, Bernice's Tavern at 3238 South Halstead. That happens every second Saturday of the month. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. It is now time for your South Side Sound Check. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. Hearts Saloon, right on the edge between Beverly and Evergreen Park. It's technically in Evergreen Park at 9858 South Artesian Avenue. Starting to have bands there now. Caution plays there Friday night, the 1st of October, 9.30 p.m. start, going till just after midnight. On Saturday night, Friendly Fire is going to take the stage at 9 p.m. Meanwhile, 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park has a few different acts coming to the stage this weekend. Libido Funk Circus on Friday night, the 1st, 10 p.m. until midnight. Lala on one stage on Saturday at 10 p.m., while a Tim McGraw tribute band known as Vegas McGraw on a separate stage stage 10 until midnight saturday october the 2nd and if you want to take a ride out to the forge in joliet pop evil will be there on sunday night october the 3rd that is a 7 30 to midnight show couple of opening acts if you want tickets ticketweb.com and in case i didn't mention it don't forget wild daisy band caesar the dj and more entertainment things for kids in a big old beer garden and Southside pod this saturday october the 2nd in evergreen park at their oktoberfest 3450 west 97th street from 2 p.m until 9 we will see you there so i finally found a way to trick social media facebook actually is what i tricked i tricked facebook you're well, turning, wait, you're turning tricks on facebook no i'm not turning tricks on facebook <laughs> but what i did is i learned how to trick facebook because There's a great documentary that's on Netflix came out about uh, a year ago. I think it's called The Social Dilemma. Horrible. Yeah. You don't like that? You didn't like that at all? Stupid. I thought it was perfect because it really shows how they want to make you angry. Does it really show? Yeah, they do. They come on. To me, it was like a lot of like straightforward information that if you didn't know by now, like I don't know, but Facebook has an algorithm that tracks your. Your 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 Google searches is it's like it was all information I that think, you already know. I think it what it did is it confirmed for me something that I have been saying. Like I showed it to my teenage kids, and it was just another voice saying what their father's been saying. Okay, is, I can see that. When when I was in radio, and you know this from when we used to do. You're still do in radio, radio, by the way. No, I'm a podcaster now. No, it's not even the not same radio. Thing. No, it's not. It's a, the, the radio internet people, radio. Radio people think that I'm just like low class. You, trust me. Well, I mean, normal people think you're low class too. <laughs> Just not just radio people, but but 
you know, you get more clicks, you get more likes, you get more ears listening to your thing. If there's conflict or there's fear sure. or there's anger, or you're fighting about something or you don't like it. If you're happy, you just, you know, flip away. I mean, the anger and fear gets people to listen longer, click on things and see right. what's going Chaos on. Chaos creates, right. you know, headlines and right. money, right? And that's what Facebook does. And so I started an experiment with my Facebook maybe about three weeks ago. Okay. Where I I kept all my friends. I didn't do one of those things like, I'm leaving Facebook, right? right. Or I don't want to be friends with anybody yeah, right. ever again. I'm like, deleting I, it. I, I delete That'll you all. That'll show, like Mark Zuckerberg right. gets a, like a, a notification. <laughs> Ding. Oh my God. Honey. <laughs> Chris, Chris Lanuti from, from Evergreen Park just, just canceled his Facebook. Oh no. What do we right. do? Right. We have to sell the boat now. I'm going to get on a plane One right now boats. and go find out why he did <laughs> right. this. I got to go figure out why he doesn't use me anymore. No. <laughs> no, what I did is I decided I wanted to keep all my friends, but I was like, what would happen if I wasn't following anybody? Because I've decided what Facebook's been showing me lately is not the people who I'm close to, but people that I have, I'm friends with when they write something either very political okay. or very like angry or anything that would get under my skin. The algorithm so seems to know. It knows what's going to it knows what make you angry. Me. It knows what makes me angry. It knows it. And I started to notice that happening. So what I did is I unfollowed everybody. <laughs> no, I did Everyone? Didn't. I unfollowed everyone. I'm friends with everybody. So like your news feed should be blank, right? But I don't see anything. So okay. then what happened was immediately all the pages that I follow, they would pop up in my news feed because I don't have any people. Okay. All right. But what I noticed was right away, it started suggesting pages to me and they're all angry. They're all things that would piss me off. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. But it was like the algorithm, like short circuited. It was like, I don't have <laughs> anything. Like, I can't find a friend of his that he's going to get angry with. Right. And I can't ruin a relationship you, you that he has with somebody. The computer. So the computer is so screwed up now right. that it shows me like crazy political, like, Things I can see, like in the Facebook warehouse, like the one little server just kind of like smoking. Or in my head, it's an actual robot <laughs> that's Facebook just like, robot? yeah, I don't know what to do, and it's like head is spinning. But what's amazing is now I can go in, and all I have to do is just post the show. Like I use Facebook really just to promote all the yeah. podcast. Like I, I would never use Facebook otherwise. I've realized after doing this yeah. that I would never use this otherwise. Like I would never, like I see you and I like the fact that when I asked you today, when you walked in the door, what was going on? I didn't know until yeah, you told right. me. It's like when people go to like, uh, like high school reunions now, it's like, you don't have anything to talk about. Right. They go, Hey, what did you do today? Or what you been up to? How you many know, kids do you have? Since you brushed your teeth this morning, because right. I know about it because you posted it on Facebook. Right. Your daughter's really cute. I've learned right. everything about her. It used to her. be like you go there and you see people they haven't seen in 25 years right. and you learn about them. Or you could lie to people. Or you could lie right. to people. Yeah, I'm right. a millionaire. Yeah, I didn't rent this Porsche. <laughs> As you could tell by my Facebook earlier that when I took a selfie at the Hertz dealership. <laughs> now everyone knows you're broke. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708 425 1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. You met Jimmy Buffett? Yeah. 
right. I served Jimmy right. Buffett a cheeseburger. All right. Well, Al's telling me here, while I sit here on the patio at Blue Island Beer Company, Al's like, oh, this guy met Jimmy Buffett, and he runs, so you got to talk to him. Uh, your name's Brian Fee, is that correct? That's correct. All right, Brian. So from what I understand, you're running in a marathon. When and which marathon is it? I'm attempting the Chicago Marathon on October 10th. Why? That's a very good question. I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, I remember when I was in high school, my history professor pointed out that the marathon was named after a guy who ran from Sparta to Marathon to tell them that there was an invasion coming. And he ran into the town after running that distance, told them that the army was coming to attack, and then died right there on the spot. Exactly. So you're running in a race, you're running in an event that's named after a guy that when he did what you're going to do, died at the finish line. Yep, that's why they do it 26.2 miles for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. I want to be in that club. It sounds fun, doesn't it? Don't you want to be in that club? Oh, it sounds like a blast as I sit here with my little belly that I have drinking craft beer. I mean, like, I'm totally into it. You, you nailed it right there. I like, I like craft beer. I like Alan's brewery i like tacos which so, which are you so running here. makes you feel running mes- makes you feel less guilty about drinking absolutely beer. Yeah. absolutely and it's it's amazing mental therapy as well believe there, it or not there you so, go all right yeah. so you've been doing this thing at blue island where you run what every thursday every and th- if people run with you they get beer at the end every thursday we come up here i i have to train i have to do my miles anyway so me and alan thought it was a great idea to do up here and so people join me uh, Thursdays and yeah, sometimes we have three, sometimes we have twenty-three people up here. Oh my god! It's great. So you run. All summer long. So you're gonna run and you're running for a charity, correct? Yeah, I'm running for the Mercy Home for Boys and Girls. They're one of the biggest uh, Chicago Marathon uh, charities out there. So you'll you'll find them anywhere. They take in good kids that just need a helping hand in life, whether it's uh, you know parents or whatever, whatever, whatever. However they fall through the cracks. This organization takes in these kids and they give them that extra leg up uh, to help them succeed. And the stories are amazing. Um, I didn't I didn't know about this organization until my friend Kristen started working for them. Then I did uh, an informal fundraiser last year during COVID because there was there was no marathon. So I did a century ride, which is a hundred mile bike ride, and I we raised a bunch of money for them. And then I got to know the organization, got to know what they do. Got to know the event organizer, uh, Jim Harding, who then convinced me <clears throat> that you're running the marathon next year. Right. With I, So I basically had no choice. So now i got to ask you a question that's always bothered me about marathon runners. And maybe it's because I watched the movie Dodgeball, like, way too much, okay? <laughs> but I imagine you being, like, really fat. And then, like, you decided you needed to lose weight and all of a sudden you became a marathon runner. Were you always in shape? And then you just decided I want to run 26.2 miles or were you like, like you were like, I need to start exercising and then you couldn't stop where you became a madman who runs 26.2 miles and there, and you're not going to win. Like you're not winning this race, not right? No, it. you're just, no. you're just in it, right? So you already know you're going to lose and you're still running it. So, so what was it? I'm winning the right to eat a whole pizza. Really? And then drink a lot of beer after You that. need to run to prove to yourself you can no. eat pizza. You are, we, I eat pizza three times a week. I'm still alive. Both of those scenarios are, are 100. <laughs> both of those scenarios are 100% correct. I was in my early 20s. 
uh, I got to, you know, everyone puts on a little weight yeah, back yeah. then, you know. Yeah. I, you, you're, you're, I'm upset because you look good now doing, and I'm still fat. I was doing nothing but Sox right. games and having fun. And then I'm That's like. That's good. So I ran uh, like three mile races, 5Ks, you know. Yeah. And then once you start doing Overachiever? Yeah. It's like, oh, three miles, like, oh, I'm good he- here. And then you start doing other things. Shamrock shuffles. Uh, 10 mile soldier field run. Yeah, they suck you in. It's like crap. They suck you in, 100%. Yeah. Like, oh, run for three miles. Now run for five. It's now a run club. 26.2. It's a club right. that sucks you in. and It's a cult. And the whole thing about it, it's funny because, like, you'll see signs at the marathon if you right. ever go out there. Keep running, stupid. People will have signs that say, remember, you paid for this. You yeah. paid to do this. Yeah, those people are mocking you. Like, they're exactly, 100%. <laughs> correct. Like, <laughs> I'm paying money to do this. I just use Facebook now to be angry. I just post rants so I don't have a heart attack. Like, I, I, like my, I, like my, my venting. You're one of the reasons why I did this because right. your rants. I would look right. at them and I'd be like, "Well, I, I don't agree. know if you caught my latest one about dropping off my kid at school." No, what did you want? I would like to read it to you. You're gonna yeah. read me a Facebook post? Yeah, is so that, I is that un- weird? I unfollowed this is you. Like, hold on a second. Let me get this straight. I unfollowed <laughs> all my friends. So I'm going to so give now it to my you. friend came to my bar <laughs> right. to read the post that this I is, don't want to read. This is what the kids call old school. <laughs> Right? You're gonna... It's called talking to each other. Okay, so, go ahead. Read so, me the so Facebook post. So my daughter's post. At, a, at a school. Right. And I have to drop her off. I won't say what school, but I have to drop her off to school. And the drop-off line is just awful. Right. And I noticed that because we usually walk. But one day it was raining, so I had to take her in the car. So this is my Facebook post from a couple of days ago. <laughs> I've never seen a more egregious display of ignorance and stupidity than at the car drop-off line at... Said school, put the phone and your chai tea down for five seconds and pay attention to the rest of the world. I realize that you're probably just excited that your little a-hole is going to be away for six hours and you can drink a bottle of wine while shopping at Wayfair online all day. But just take one moment, just one single moment to understand that the rest of the world exists outside your Lincoln Navigator. You know, maybe you need to get off of Facebook. <laughs> I think I do. I need a break. <laughs> Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod. About the Southside Pod. All things about the neighborhood we live in. All things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the South Side Pod. You need a break. Who am I going to vent to then? <laughs> South Side Pod listeners, right there. There you go. You can tell them everything that drives you nuts. You My wife will be happy. Yeah, she'd be happy.